Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Today's podcast, we are talking about the online trends for 2015. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to podcast number 98. Today, we're going to dig in and we're going to talk about what is happening, what's going to happen as we see it for 2015. What are the things that you should be aware of? And what do we predict is going to be big or even disappear for 2015? Of course, Heather Porter is on the other line. Hello, H. Hi, Andrew, and hello, everybody. And I am back in Sydney. Oh, yeah. Back in sunny Sydney. <laughs> How good. was Hot. your trip? Now, you're in, you're in the UK for about four weeks, right? Just over. Yeah, it was amazing. Nice and cold. You know, guys, because I'm originally from California, I think Christmas should be cold. So I, even though I've been in Australia for 11 years now, I still literally, it's just the weirdest thing when Christmas is bikini season. So I loved being back in a place that was cold with Christmas lights and Christmas trees and all that sort of stuff. That, ain't, good. that ain't weird for me. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't see it anymore. How disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what's been going on? So I'm sure you've discovered a lot of cool things traveling the world and that sort of thing. What has been jumping up at you over the last uh, couple of weeks since our last podcast? Well, uh, since I've gotten back, I just, you know, was deleting files and getting things cleaned up as most of us probably do for the newer year, the start of the year. And um, I came across this really cool little tool that uh, I know that you are already loving. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called, I actually have to to do a shout out to how I heard about it. I heard about it through um, a really cool little blog called Duct Tape Marketing.com. And I'm on, I'm on their little, you know, newsletter list. And I got that and they said here's our you know some of our favorite tools and I didn't hear about this one it's called process street process.st and it's basically a system or and you can do you can get the free account to create operations procedures um, and now that's the extent that I know because I watched the video and literally um, I don't know yesterday I was looking into it I sent it to Andrew and Andrew's already using it so you probably know more than I could even <laughs> say but I think it sounds really cool so maybe Andrew you could tell us is it really cool it is super cool it's my new favorite tool actually we do a lot of things that are repetitive you know we'll we'll post a blog post every week right so all of the steps involved with posting that blog post are repetitive. If you're doing any social media posting, it's a lot of it is repetitive. So what we're doing and what this um, process street does is it lets you create templates to go and send to people. If, if you've got a number of different people involved with those steps. So we have a number of different people. Someone will create graphics. Someone might write the actual article. Someone will go and do some research, keyword research and that sort of thing. We'll have that in, in a template. Every time we go to do a new post, we just uh, create the new template and call it whatever the blog post is going to be called. And then those steps are already sent out um, and people know that they're going to come back and check them off as they go. And uh, the right people check off the right things. And if it's not checked off, we can say, hey, Mary, you haven't done this. 
what's happening there. And also lets you have notes backwards and forwards as well. So for instance, let's say that we're writing a post on uh, keyword research, for instance, and then Mary's writing it and she's writing down, oh, you know what? I can't find any more examples of this particular thing I'm looking for. Anyone else got any ideas? So the rest of the team can say, oh, here's an idea or here's a link. He's going to check this out. So you can actually comment backwards and forwards inside each of the check marks, which is pretty cool. Which, and the biggest thing about that, as we all know, running businesses or, you know, wherever you are in your business is you want to create systems to make your life a bit easier. And this is a cool tool to create more templated operations procedures. So if for whatever ha- something reason, something happens to one of your team members, you can just slot somebody else in to take over. Can't you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. And, it's, and cool. uh, it's super simple to use, very ch- intuitive. So uh, I love it. Love it. And uh Nice. We are using it everywhere. We will be. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, hanging out on Facebook with all my friends. You're right. I don't, you know what? I don't hang out on Facebook a lot anymore. But when I do, I find myself watching a lot of videos. You know, there's a lot of funny videos out there, a lot of cool stuff. But it just shows how much, how much videos are really kicking in to Facebook. Mm. You know, I think, and I think we'll talk about what, what the trends are for this year in, in some of the video stuff. But um, one thing I have noticed though, is a lot of videos that are pretty graphic. You know, mm. there's some pretty, we've had these uh, hostages situations in Paris and in Sydney. We've had, yeah. all, you know, we've had uh, all sorts of violent things that, that have been happening. And a lot of these videos, you don't know what you're about to see until you, until you watch it. Right. So Facebook have finally said that they're going to warn people about potentially disturbing videos, because you know if I, I don't, if I, I don't want to see a beheading of somebody from you know from some hostage situation, and sometimes you don't realize that's what you're going to see because we've always been brought up with TV that senses it for us, mm. and you know you know that if the TV news channel is going to show you something, they're going to they're going to stop short of the actual action, you know, so you sort of feel safe. But <laughs> watching Facebook videos. Nothing stops you and, and you suddenly you, you're watching these things you, you find quite disturbing. And I remember seeing a couple of videos that were really horrific. And I, after a while, I kept thinking about those things. God, I, I can't unsee it. I cannot unsee something. You know that I, because I love animals and there's the same thing with the animal cruelty videos yes. that people pass around with yes. the intentions right, yes. you know, to stop the cruelty, but it's, they're kind of hardcore, some of them. So, oh, totally. Mm. Totally. So, so, yeah, so Facebook's coming up and they said, you know, we're going to put a big uh, sign over the top. It's going to say something like, you know, warning graphic video, videos that contain graphic content can shock, offend, and upset. Um, are you sure you want to see this? So they're asking the question, which is good. I think that it's going to be, it's going to give you a warning, you know, so if, if you want to watch it, you can still watch it. You don't have to go and jump through hoops, but it's giving you a warning to say, if you're one of those people that don't want to watch this, then now is a good time to keep moving. Yeah, good. And, and you know, and some of those videos automatically start too. So oh, you they, don't, they do, yeah. You know, and, and suddenly you're watching it without even knowing you push play. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I learned that they're doing that and I'm very happy that they are. Good one. I agree. Nice. So tell me, Andrew, what is something that you see on the horizon for the rest of this year that's going to be a big trend? Oh, there's lots going on there, H. Lots, <laughs> lots of things going on. Um, I'll tell you one big thing that I discovered actually recently, which is interesting, and I'm going to watch this very closely, see how this pays out. But um, last year, inside the Messenger Facebook Messenger app, you know, everyone's got it, the yeah. Messenger app. Now, 
It was the number one app downloaded last year in the, in the iTunes store. we're all forced to download it. <laughs> we're all forced to download it. It's the number one app and it only has a one-star rating. Not surprised. How awesome is that? So yeah. uh, good on you, Facebook. That's a, that's a win. How to really give you a crap product and still get the number one position. <laughs> but anyway, inside it, some people hacked into it and had a look at, look at behind the scenes. And what they discovered was that um, there is a feature that will let you send money. Now, they haven't they haven't activated this yet, but it's there. But they'll let you send money between people, just like a debit card sort of thing. So if I wanted to send you money, mm-hmm. um, I can do it via my Messenger app, okay? So the idea is that you put your details of your bank account inside Facebook, and I want to send you some money. I just say, uh, Heather, send you 20 bucks, bang, and it's done automatically via a debit system. Now, why would you want to do – why would they want to do this? Well, here's the thing. You know, there's, there's over a billion people on Facebook, and the money market, the mobile market, like, you know, there's things like Square and Stripe and all of that, and pay, uh, PayPal, um, they make a stack load of money uh, in, in fees and charges. You know, mm-hmm. if I want to send money overseas from my Australian account to my US account, it's going to cost me $24. Now, if, if someone came along and said, well, we'll only charge you 10 or 15 I'd be saying, okay, no worries. I'm going to save myself ten dollars every time I save money. <laughs> you know, so Facebook are getting into this market now. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens because once they do that, then imagine the sort of sales that people will be doing on Facebook. Hey, buy this stuff now, and you can be paying from your debit card that's already connected to your Facebook account without you even going in and logging into your bank account. Yeah, if that's scary, I'm, I'm in two minds about it because I and I agree with you. I think it's definitely a trend because as we're we're all moving towards just swiping our phones and using yep. our phones for everything and already doing it in some countries, you know, to pay yep. for things. And um, I don't know when when it becomes easier to buy things like that. I think we also have a responsibility. I don't want to go woo woo on us, but to have a responsibility to educate people better on credit and money and how it all. Works yeah, well, that's, it, a, that's a that's a you know I think this same argument though was came out when the first bank card came out or credit <laughs> card you know, back yeah. in the seventies they're like oh wow you mean to get money for free oh I don't want to know this and then the internet came along and people said oh you can't send money over the internet and now we're all doing you know blindly <laughs> um, so I think we're going to hear that same comment and sentiment but people are going to be like oh god you're so old with the times everyone uses Facebook now now whether it's Facebook or something else. I mean, PayPal money, uh, no, it's not PayPal, Apple Pay came out over here a couple months ago. Mm. Um, so now you can go and buy stuff at a, at a lot of places over here in the US with Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. And Apple Pay just basically connected, already connected to your account, mm-hmm. your bank account. Um, you go and buy something through the Apple the Apple store and it just charges you and they take a cut. Yeah. Um, and the, now people are saying, well, it's not so bad because it's Apple. What's the difference between Apple and Facebook? Really nothing. The security on Facebook is probably just as good or if not better than Apple anyway. So, you know, it's going to be something, it's going to happen. Whether it's Facebook or not, it's going to happen. So I think for for those of us that are retail selling products online, um, even info products, look, I'd be keeping your ears open for this coming up in the next year. If you see blog posts, if you see any educational tools on on how to tap in and use this in your business, I'd keep an eye out for it because I agree, Andrew, I think it's going to be huge. Uh, it, it's gonna once 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 the main majority of people adopt it, you're gonna see it everywhere. You, yeah. We're not gonna have a wallet anymore. We're not gonna have cash. I mean, there's still be cash around, of course, but you know, it's just gonna be on your phone. Like I'm already I'm already going to Starbucks and not even taking my wallet 
Because I just pull out my phone and give them the zap thing and they're done, right? <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen everywhere. And uh, you'll be riding the bus with your phone. You'll be paying plane fares. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you know, 30,000 feet high and you want to order a drink on a plane and you just pass over your phone because by then they'll understand that phones can actually work on planes like they always have. That's another story. But you play your phone and you pay for your drinks up there so you don't need to carry cash anywhere. Yeah. You yeah. Know? In fact, it's a little bit side sidetracked and I think I'll talk about wearable devices in a minute, but there was a concert over here called Lollapalooza, which I'm sure you've heard. I know about it. Um, yep. So Lollapalooza this year or last year in September introduced a wristband that was connected to your bank account. And uh, it was an RFID device, a radio frequency device that um, you would go to uh, a drink stand or a food stand or a merchandise stand at Lollapalooza. And you didn't have to carry your wallet. You didn't have to lose it. You didn't have to think about losing it. You carry it. Uh, you wear this uh, wristband. And as you went to buy a drink, you just swiped your wristband and it took money out of your account. So you didn't have to carry cash with you anyway. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yep. <clears throat> yep. So it's happening. Mobile payments is going to be big, 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 big this year. Mobile payments, watch out for it. Good. I agree. That's good. I like that trend. That was a bit of a rant. Sorry. Next. No, yours. Interesting. <laughs> Next. Look, um, I, I think that one of the, the things that's going to get really popular and maybe not under this word, but uh, it's tripwire marketing. That was a concept that really kind of took off with marketers, internet marketers and, mm-hmm. and online um, savvy business owners yep. with Ryan Dice and Perry Belcher of Digital Marketer um, that I'm aware of. I believe they're the one that coined the term. Am I? Is that what you understand to be? Yep. The, yeah, yep. good. Yep. So really what it means is, is that – Tripwire marketing is all about offering low ticket or low cost items initially to people that come into your site, to your opt-in, um, to your funnel. And over a sequence of time, continuing to offer little low price items. They they charge $7 for these items. They can be a report, a little training video, um, you know, PDF, things like that. Basically, what happens is that you you sell that and then you upsell the person into more of your signature product or service, which is a mm-hmm. higher price point. And it's the idea, the concept being that just get somebody in to buy something from you at a lower price point is a lot easier than a higher price point because once somebody buys, they then justify the, the buying decision and then they're happy to buy more from you. So what's interesting about this is it's not only the concept of offering a, um, a small ticket item to upsell because that's been around for a while it's what's behind this tripwire concept that's really taking off and that's the idea of segmentation based on exactly what the person wants to know so you basically have your signature product or service uh, membership site uh, you know coaching package something like that and you then develop all these little freebie items not sorry the um, the seven dollar item that you sell to get people in to upsell to that product. You then take another step backwards and you start to say, okay, so if this particular product that I'm going to sell at $7, it covers or answers a lot of problems uh, for people. So that particular problem, I'll give you guys an example. So for example, we'll just use um, Facebook, Facebook marketing. So Facebook marketing covers a lot of problems. Some people will want to know about it because they want more traffic. Some people want to know about it because they want to know how to build a brand. Some people want to know about it because they actually want to know how to manage it for their maybe a manager and they want to do it for a company. 
see what I mean? So you can really open it up into lots of topics. So if I'm just promoting to somebody on my list, learn Facebook marketing, then I'm suddenly only getting a very small percentage of my list interested where I'm leaving on the table so much more potentially because they're just slightly interested from coming in from a different topic. Mm. So Tripwire Marketing essentially has lots of these little $7 products you promote it in a different way through these different topics to get people in to buy it. And then you're basically segmenting your email list accordingly. So if somebody clicked on it from over here, from this topic, then you don't continue to promote that $7 item for your other topics because you already know they're interested from that topic and you remove them from the list. So it's it sounds complex. And you guys, I'm not going to lie. It is. It is. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> don't be telling them it's easy. It's Hard. It is complex. We're doing it in our business. We've just cracked the tip of the iceberg with it. But I do believe it is going to be a huge trend. Call it whatever you want to call it, tripwire marketing or just, you know, um, list segmentation marketing. But the thing is, is it allows you to, to really tap into people's interests rather than doing blanket marketing. And I think that in, in and of itself is the trend going ahead. You know what? I think it's um, automated marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it is automated, which is great. It means you've got a salesperson out there for you 24-7 over a period of time that you're not selling and pushing stuff. You're actually giving great information and great content, but yeah. you're also able to make some money at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what about you? What's next on your list? Um, well, I guess I guess social media. Last year, they, they um, we're talking Facebook, Twitter, out the buy now buttons inside tweets and posts. And I think that's going to be a big thing this year too. Seeing the ability to buy directly from social media. Now, when when I started teaching social media way back, way back when, we always said you can't make money on social media. You know, there wasn't that option to do that. You could always send them to a, a sales page to go and buy something, but you can never make money on it. Well, now that's all changed. And you can sell directly on social media, which is interesting to see what's happening. But I think what's going to be more interesting is that, you know, connecting um, for advertisers, connecting individual tweets and Facebook posts with actual purchases uh, is going to be a very good way to measure whether their stuff is working or not. You know what I like about what you said about that is that for a while you and I have been talking about the mobile revolution Mm -hmm. and how we have to start thinking differently as business owners that it's no longer just about our website. Mm -hmm. We have to be in apps. We have to be playing the game in the places that people are hanging out. So if you are just thinking about your website anymore, you're just going to completely lose out. Like what you're saying, it's all about how do you you set up your accounts to sell stuff in Facebook and in Twitter Mm -hmm. and all these different Mm -hmm. places. You know, and going back to uh, what I said about the, the other payments processing that I was talking about with Facebook, you know, this sort of stuff here is not going to take you to, uh, you know, big convoluted sales pages. No. It's going to be all, all done inside these social social platforms so that you're not going to miss your uh, your cat photos and whatever your friends <laughs> had for dinner sort of thing, you yeah. know. So you're going to be able to just do it on the fly as you're going and uh, it's going to be pretty big. That's one of That's another big tip for me. Well, it would be too, because think about, I talked about this in a recent episode about how um, there's a video for Nike clothing or for for skateboarding and how you could click on the shoes and then go buy them. That's through YouTube, through, you Uh know, the little annotation boxes or whatever in their links. So 
wouldn't that make sense as well in Facebook? If you're a clothing company or selling something, you have like a model in, in an outfit. Um, and then you can just go, oh, I want to buy, I want to buy the outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just makes sense because younger generation, especially are looking up to their icons and their mentors and they're saying, oh, I want to be like you. So put their mentor in the outfit and then put a buy button. They don't even have to think about where to go get it. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. So that's that's yes. me. What, what, what else you got? YouTube video ads specifically for remarketing or retargeting. Uh, uh-huh. So what that means is that um, the to have on uh, YouTube video advertising, like the normal videos where you go to watch a video and you have a, an advertisement that pops up, those are more bigger companies are using those. They've been using them for a while and they're definitely more expensive. But there's sort of an entry point for a smaller business and that's the retargeting ads. And that just means that because um, YouTube's linked with Google, that if you have your analytics hooked up and all that, you can start to put pixels on people's um, computers if they visit your website. So it's just a way of Googly, Google understanding that this person's visited these pages on your website. And then as a result of that, you're able to have an ad in YouTube show up to those particular people. Right. So, and it's cheap still. So I, I was just learning about this, I don't know, a month ago, month and a half ago, that you can still get um, clicks into YouTube videos for slow as 12 cents. So that's incredibly low and you're not charged until the person's watched 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So while it's still sort of the wild west out there, just simply meaning that lots of people haven't caught on to it, then it's a good idea for us to look into it. And you and I are looking into it right now. And it's why retargeting? Well, because it's, it's again, it's coming back to that whole concept of the tripwire segmentation. If somebody comes to a certain page on your website, then you can send them a certain video. Love it. Love it. And uh, I'd love to be able to do a podcast on how that works for us and what sort of results we're getting too. Yeah, once we once we get ours up. Uh, one <laughs> one word of advice on that though, guys, is the, the things all the things I've learned about it is that you want to be professional. This is not what you popping up on a webcam trying to say something. So it is definitely something you've got to look into from a professional perspective. Good camera, all that sort of stuff. Good one, good one, good one. All right, next for you. Do you have any more? Uh, yeah, I think another one that's um, that's I'm that's been popping up a lot, and I'm not sure if you're seeing them over there in Oz, but I'm seeing all these fitness apps that are connected to shoes or watches or heart rate. So a lot of these devices now are getting really, really smart, and they're getting connected to everything we do, mm. you know. And it's just insane what's happening. But these fitness, exa- these fitness ones, they're, you know, they're measuring your heart rate and your how many calories you've burnt and all that sort of stuff. And they've been around for a little while. But some of the other ones that are out there, like there was one that came through um, my desk today. That's a social running app where you, from what I can tell, you get put into teams, although you run by yourself. And every time you run and pound the pavement, it connects to your mobile phone or whatever it is. And then it, and then it sends data to a social socially connected group of people and it shows you how far as a group you ran and then there's competitions for that which which group can run the furthest every day sort of thing so um there's all sorts of socially connected smart devices going on we've got smart watches coming out as i said about you know eight and itunes they're bringing out uh, apple's bringing out the smart watch which is going to do a whole range of things letting you know what's going on whether your uh, fridges are open you know i can turn on my jacuzzi when i'm on the other side of the country if I wanted to because mm-hmm. I've got these um, 
this device in my pool that lets me do that. You know, that's so weird. the technology that's out there is just phenomenal. And and what's happening with all of that? There's there's devices now like it tells you what's in the fridge and what's about to go off. It tells you what you've got left in your fridge and what you can make for dinner. You know, it's just crazy. I think these these devices are going to get a lot more smarter. But then what's also going to happen is they're going to start getting social too. They're going to start popping up on your social networks. So it wouldn't mm. be surprised if you start seeing friend requests from refrigerators. <laughs> That'd be so weird. <laughs> oh, look, the Terminator wants to be my friend. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that's that's what I think is going to happen is these, these smart devices are going to get a lot smarter and, and people are going to be wearing them. You know whether it's a whether it's a locket or a or a bracelet or whatever, and uh, it's going to be all and Google glasses are already around. You know, so all of that sort of stuff is going to be. Have more you seen those shirts, year. the LED shirts, where you have like two little um, fiber optics in your shirt, and you can make <laughs> it do things based on the person that's in front of you, or control the lighting on it and stuff. Really? No, I haven't. Yeah, seen it. there's sort of like a, a sub nerdy group of us out there that are doing these weird, <laughs> weird shirts, so you can kind of. AI uh, intelligence in them. Um, I saw it at the WordCamp event that I was at not too oh, yeah. long ago. Lots of these, lots of these little things popping up and smart um, yep. wearable items. Yep. Um, now I think that the next on next coming up, which is going to be huge, is how people are going to be distributing content. And I we've said this before. We've been podcasting now for a few years, and um, with Jay, three year anniversary just came and went. Um, <laughs> I think that unfortunately, I think podcasting is going to slowly start to get a bit harder this year. We, I know it's been coming for a while, but loads of people are sort of starting to do podcasting, meaning that the market's getting more flooded with it. So it's it's getting. I think podcasting is getting a little bit more competitive, but I also think that the way people distribute their content is going to change through resources like Outbrain, um, which we started using. And I'm just going to explain what that is. So if you go onto a big website like CNN or Time or People Magazine or just um, even even more highly trafficked blogs, there's this new section that's opened up in the last year that says um, from our partners or you may also like. It sort of it literally looks like content that has been written by the website that you're on because it has a nice thumbnail image and a title. And unless you look at the faded gray text that says the business name of who submitted that content or whose content that actually is, you wouldn't actually realize that it's content from somebody else. Now, this is kind of cool because what happens is that the company like Outbrain, what they do, and that's outbrain.com, they hand hand select or hand review all of your pieces of content. You can't use sales pages. You can't use landing pages. It has to be blog posts. It has to be good content. They will basically look at that and say, right, here's your keywords. Here's what's going on with that. We're going to place your content in websites that make sense for you. If it's a business blog post, and then we'd place you on more business websites. And suddenly you can pay now to get to tap into the traffic from these hugely trafficked websites to get traffic into your website using content marketing. So I and again we're using that we're we're seeing that happening. I see more and more of these popping up on websites all over the place. I love it because I look and go, "Oh, look, there's another site that tapped into the outbrain mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, co- uh, n- network." But I think just being aware that uh, it is getting more competitive with content marketing, so things like that are opening up. So so content now has to be really good. It always had to be, but it has to be even better. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, uh, interesting stuff. I can't believe we're nearly at our top of the 
hour for it already. Half hour. Um, so a lot of things, lots of things going on this year. I think um, a lot of it's already already kicked off. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be a lot more present and prevalent this year. It's going to be uh, interesting to watch. So would you have like a theme that, like a one liner or something to leave people with that you would think that they should be aware of? Um, change, <laughs> change. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'd say quality and mobile. I think yeah, yeah lift, I think, your, lift your game and and pay attention to the mobile market. Well, mobile mobile already has um, already taken over uh, in March last year. So nearly a year ago, mobile took over um, web search. Mm. You know, so it's just that sort of stuff is just going through the roof right now. Yeah, it's not surprising. Not at all. Not at all. So. Anyway, keep your eye on it. Um, we love Outbrain too, so that's going to be fascinating to see how that works as well. I know we're already, we're already getting traffic from just twenty four hours ago from like really big websites. Pretty cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my, new, my new favorite tool. Um, so I have a couple shout outs actually. I want to oh, share. Oh, good, good, good. Because I might uh, have one too. Well, we have um, two of them, and you might even be thinking of the same too. So first of all. We had um we we have a little email list of people that subscribe to our podcast that want to get updates every time we we put one out there. And if you guys want to do that, we think you should go to aybpodcast.com and you can just pop your email address in there at the top box there and and get um, stay in the loop. Now we had a response. We sent out sort of a um, yay, we've reached three years old email, and the lovely Marilyn got back to us on that, and we wanted to give Marilyn a shout out. She was just saying that our, um, our enthusiasm and lightness of heart give her hope, which that's really, really, really cool. And we want to say thank you for that. We love hearing from you guys. Um, now there's another one, and this is from uh, Molly Ziegler. Do you, is this the one you were thinking of, Andrew? No, nope, oh, we, we even have another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is great. So um, Molly, she actually just gave us a lovely little compliment there um, from the Douglas Daughters, which do you, does that ring a bell to you? Oh yeah. <laughs> and what did they do for us again? Oh, they did our they did our uh, banner. They did, I know, yeah, I know, I know. It's like, Molly is so cool. So our little uh, square graphic of Andrew and I in pilot outfits <laughs> was designed by by Molly. So she's basically said thanks so much for the episode. She's she um, loved our Instagram episode number ninety three, which you guys should listen to as well if you are interested in mobile, which you should be um, after hearing what we just said. So she says thanks so much. Didn't understand how Instagram could benefit my business. Um, she's had an account for a year now she gets it and she's going to start using it so that's really cool thanks for for letting us know about that as well awesome Uh, i got one from debbie carter she said i've certainly enjoyed listening to your podcast i recently returned to my home from helping take care of my parents uh, in another state knowing that i can download podcasts that i could listen to on the plane was so great it made me it made the long flights go along so much better Oh, that's nice. Yay. So we've been listening to them in the jungles of Africa, in the in the plains of the world. Love it. <laughs> that's cool. Me too. Love it. Love it. So yeah. So um. So that's good. Thank you for all those people sending that info back. That's great to always see that uh, coming through. So thank you very much. Thanks, you guys, and thanks, Andrew. Thank you, H. Um, now that you're in Sydney, looking forward to getting back on our regular time slots. Weekly schedule. That's yeah, right. Yeah, and we'll uh, and we'll see everybody. Oh, before we do that, where where can people find out more about us? 
Um, so as I said before, come by, please, aybpodcast.com. That's where you can sign up for episodes and other cool little things. And, of course, we're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Podomatic. So drop us a line, leave us a review, and let us know what you think. Yes, absolutely. All right, we read all those too. So uh, if you can do that, that would be awesome. <laughs> Thanks, right. guys. Thanks very much. Talk soon. Oh, bye-bye. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.